0: Welcome hey, hey, hey. to the Angry. You guys are really pissing me off right now, Masons. Masons, with your host, Vice and Hendershot, and sometimes PDP. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons.
1: Welcome back, Angry Mason Nation. It's episode 44, Social Distancing Edition. And this week, we'll be discussing NFL football, wacky news, and unfortunately, no PDP today. But he'll be back next time. And meanwhile, there's a ham.
2: Hey.
0: Originally hailing from parts unknown, now currently residing on the mean streets of Port St. Lucie, ladies and gentlemen, Honorary Angry Mason, Buddington.
2: Hey guys, how are ya? That's, a, that's quite an intro, I appreciate that. <laughs> Only the best for you, buddy.
0: <laughs> well, you've got to live up to that hype now.
2: <laughs> Listen, it's it, it, i got to tell you, it's it's one of the greatest honors of my entire life. To be here tonight,
0: today. Damn, I'm. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, just, kind of want to give you a hug now. It's, it's definitely. It's. it's hey, definitely hey! Like keep, your <laughs> keep your distance. Keep your distance. Hands off. No touching.
1: Well, what the it, listeners don't know is that Buddington has been on a crash course, and he has listened to all 43 episodes. In uh, how long, Bud? The last week.
2: Uh, it's probably more like two and a half weeks or so, but. Definitely, mm-hmm. uh, definitely love the show, guys. It's It, it truly is uh, really awesome to be here. It's awesome. Well,
1: well we are you. happy to have you here. Yes, that's fantastic. And, Maybe you uh, could become Ryan's first podcast groupie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's uh, tap the brakes there. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say after the 43rd episode, I made my first appointment with my uh, psychiatrist. Just saying.
1: <laughs> that was that's for the best you definitely have issues at this point
0: now for the listeners at home uh we've actually known buddington for wow it was like 16 years now or so
2: at least yeah it's right around there yeah
0: crazy yeah quite it, some time it all started when a uh, little company named eb games opened up in jupiter florida and uh dan and i both worked for him when the uh store just opened up I was the assistant manager. Dan was the assistant to the assistant manager. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, all, all hell unleashed at that, mo- at that point in time. That's true.
0: And uh, uh, But I got to say that you've actually had a lasting impact on even our professional lives up to this point. Uh, care to te- tell them why, Dan?
1: Oh, yes, because all these years later, uh, 15, 16 years later, when someone comes to me and uh, tells me I hurt their feelings or I did something wrong, I just look at them and go, oh, I feel bad and feelings gone and I walk away. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, I have stolen that from you and uh, continue to use it to this day. So thank you,
2: man. I, I'm, I'm glad I could impart some wisdom on you. I don't know if that, <laughs> uh, if that did the, the job, but glad, glad I could be there for you.
0: Yeah, And actually, ironically enough, the first member of the Angry Mason Nation that Buddington ever met was Sammy from
2: Miami. Oh, Sammy from Miami. Yeah, he's a a special character. I love Sammy from Miami, for the record. Well, that makes one of us.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, two of us. Shouldn't have spoken for Dan. (laughs) No comment.
2: Yeah, I got to admit, I got to admit that um, um, in the last 43 episodes that I've listened to, um, I, I didn't really know who Sammy from Miami was until you guys off air told me who he was. And I was like, holy shit, that's Sammy from Miami. And you guys were like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it all came into focus. Everything that you were talking about came into focus, like laser focus. Now I know everything you're talking about. Holy shit. Sammy from Miami. Thank you so much for being there uh that's all Sammy i got to say about from that miami
1: he's famous uh, i some say infamous but not everyone knows him by his nickname so but everyone knows him and many of them of our listeners in a biblical sense
2: oh my gosh that's that, that's that's so, that's so true on so many different levels uh, and Sammy from miami if you're listening to this uh, i got my eye on you now man i know exactly who you are and by the way by the way i loved i loved working with you way back when it was yeah. it was a good time
1: Ryan, uh, I believe that anytime we have a new ham, there is a certain ceremony that must be performed.
0: So (laughs) let's do a deep dive in the pool that is Buddington. Four questions plus one to know on. So first question, Buddington. You're at the bar. Everyone's chanting shot,
2: shot, 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 shot. What are you shooting? Whatever is in the navel of the hot chick at the end of the bar. Oh. Usually, usually uh, in this case, since I have to refer that to as my girlfriend, um, so she doesn't kill me when she listens to this, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with whiskey or rum, uh, Captain Morgan to be exact. And uh, oh. I lick the lint out while I'm there too. Dude. Oh, the lint, You linker. had to
1: go too far. You just had to go too far.
2: Hey, look, it just oh. adds some flavor.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, All that's right. what you well. get.
2: You, you you invited me on. That's what you get. All I right, mean, right.
0: I love doing shots, but picking stuff out of my teeth afterwards, maybe not my favorite thing.
2: <laughs> okay. Hey, but how all many right, times well... have you done a shot at somebody's navel? It's it's an impressive experience for the record. Uh,
0: just once. And the girl's cute and all, but she had a happy trail going from her navel down to <laughs> parts unknown. <laughs> was, was it a gray happy trail? Because then it's really bad. Just saying... No, this was years ago when people would still let me put my mouth on them. And uh, it was actually a hot blonde. Oh, except for the, you know, the happy trail. Good for you on that. Which, yeah, thanks. Thanks.
1: This conversation is disturbing me. So we will move on (laughs) on to the next question. But you've been convicted of all your terrible crimes and sentenced to death. You're on death row. What's your last meal?
2: Um... Without a doubt, it's kind of like the uh, if you're on an island and it's all you could eat situation. I've, I've thought about this long and hard. It's got to be pizza, uh, some pizza, uh, some hot dogs with chili and cheese on it, um, at least a case of beer, and um, probably some mashed potatoes because it's a little Irish in me. So, yeah, I- I'm going to go out carbohydrate full. <laughs> so you just want your execution to be explosive? <laughs> yeah yeah that's that sounds about right <laughs> you're like this is my final fuck you to y'all you but you really know, it's carbohyd- just a
0: janitor you're
2: <laughs> <laughs> carbohydrates kind of put me to sleep most of the time so i'm thinking i'll just fall asleep right before it happens so it's all good
0: <laughs> as referred to earlier you originally were from parts unknown which is our nice way of saying new england um
2: what uh, hey 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 hey, easy now i mean (laughs) i mean i I, I don't want to i don't want to point out that uh captain vice over here has like besmirched the new england name at least 23 out of the 43 episodes i'm not keeping track or anything (laughs) he's counting (laughs) (laughs) thanks so so uh (laughs) what made you decide to relocate to florida um actually uh uh, it becomes a slightly more serious conversation, but I I was working at an airport uh, pursuing my pilot's license way back when. And um, uh, the snow I was living in uh, uh, at the time I was living in uh, Connecticut in uh, South Windsor right next to the airport and uh, just snow dumped on us time and time again. My parents moved down here four or five years earlier and I got sick of it. And one night I was just like, screw this. I'm calling, I'm calling uh, U-Haul. I called U-Haul the next morning. I picked up the U-Haul that day. I packed all the way through, and I literally just up and run into Florida. Um, it all started because the snowfall happened, and as I was shoveling the the snow, the the shovel snapped, and so did I. I whipped the end of that handle like <laughs> I, I don't know. Felt like I was throwing a javelin. I was so fucking pissed. I was like, done. So I, I I whipped that javelin. It snapped. I snapped. And the next day, I was in Florida knocking on my parents' door. Hey, can you, can you put me up for a few weeks? That's the story. For real, I'm sticking to it.
0: Well, as you know, uh-huh. Dan and I are native Floridians, and uh, I can't speak for him since he moved to Colorado. But I've seen enough snow where it's like I get it. Like I don't really need to see anymore. I'm definitely not shoveling that shit.
2: Well I mean I, I wasn't going to shovel it then either, but the guy I was living with uh, let me re- let me clarify that the guy I was renting <laughs> the room from the guy I was renting a room from um he literally uh was like look you can't you can't have a, a plow come and plow this yard you'll tear up my lawn he didn't have like a snowblower. so I had to actually hand shovel it why he wouldn't do it I don't know, but that's what happened so i I literally got pissed and complete anger and irateness uh ended me up in Florida within two days so. <laughs> I was like, nice. peace. On the way down, oh. I'm like making phone calls trying to find a job. We glad you made it down here. Thank you, sir.
1: Yeah, I kind of went in reverse and uh, left Florida for Colorado, uh, and now I get the snow. But at least I moved to the desert side of the state, so I don't see nearly as much snow as anyone in New England or even in Denver might see. But uh, I, I get the idea. I, I, there have been some times when I was stuck in New England. The long, <laughs> dark, dark days last oh, yeah. year. Dark, so dark. That uh, I also became tired of the snow. So I get it. I, I get why you had to run terrified and screaming down to Florida.
2: I, I feel I feel your pain, Dan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good.
1: Now, uh, you mentioned Sammy from Miami a little earlier. And, uh, you know, the intricate web of angry Masons reaches everyone. It's like, uh, you know, just a few degrees of separation from angry Masons to everyone in the country. And you worked with Sammy from Miami. How was that experience? And how did you survive?
2: Uh, it was like, it was like, it was like in slow motion. <laughs> Sammy from Miami. <laughs> Sammy from Miami. Um, first of all, Sammy, uh, love you, brother. I know it's been a bajillion years since we've talked, but um, he was, he was a good egg, man. He was one of those guys who just wanted to do good, but you could see the, the, the haze that surrounded him at times. <laughs> um mm-hmm. Uh, not literally. Uh, I mean, maybe literally, I don't know, but it's been, it's been (laughs) a long time. Maybe I'm a little fuzzy on the details. Uh, maybe he was a little fuzzy back then. I don't know. But in in this case, uh, yeah, yeah. In this case, Mm -hmm. uh, he he was a good dude and actually he actually worked really hard. I, I gotta be honest with you. He worked really hard. I'll always be honest with you. Um, he was a hard worker and he was a smart dude. He wasn't not smart. He just, uh, you know, he, he, he just, he was good. That's all I can say. He was uh, I liked him. He was a good guy. He still is a good guy. I'm assuming he's still alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Let's, we haven't
1: checked in on him lately, but uh, yeah, it's hard to kill Sammy. Many have tried.
2: It's always been touch and go since high school, so. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I just, I don't know because some sometimes you just dropped this on me earlier and he, he's not Johnny One Nut, right? Uh, no. <laughs> just, making sh- no just, just making sure. Okay. something different. RIP okay. Johnny One Nut. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rest please.
1: in peace, Johnny.
0: Rest in peace. Yeah. Okay. Good
1: guy. All right. All right. And then uh Ryan, we need one to know on.
0: Absolutely we do. So Buddington. What gets you titillated?
2: Wait, that's that's the whole question. There's not more. <laughs> You're gonna throw me what gets me titillated? yeah Mm -hmm. oh man um way to put me under the uh under the gun here i'd have to say uh i i'm a pretty um artsy fartsy kind of guy but i'm also an analytic so put those two things in the same room and um try and figure out what comes out of that you know uh pun not intended
0: but what gets you titillated what makes your nipples poke out bud
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit um I, you know, I, I I love I love uh, sports. I love football. I love I, I love hanging out with my friends more than anything in the world. I love being in a in, in a room and uh, entertaining. I, I love that. And I gotta I gotta admit, being a being a ham is very uh, exhilarating for me, but also a little bit nerve wracking. So um, <laughs> well, we've
1: left you a high standard to live up to, Buddington. High standards.
2: <laughs> you know, you have a you have a an incredible following, wild, crazy following. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that. But yeah. Titillating is a hard word to live up to, uh, Angry Mason Ryan. I, I, I don't know where to go with that. Well, um, I, I can kind of speak to this
0: because uh, listeners of our past episodes who listened to me when I described the, the crazy awesome Halloween parties I would go to. Oh, yeah. And the host was this consummate host who, I got to say, he's like always on, right? So Angry Mason Nation, I went out drinking with Buddington and his brother one time. Years ago, and we were in the bar, and I noticed you're wearing a prosthetic thumb.
2: <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck, oh. are you doing?" All right, that's true. I, I in my in my previous life, I was a working magician, so the prosthetic thumb had reasons. <laughs> oh my god, this I've,
0: is fascinating. I
2: I know those words are English, but I never heard them strung together quite like that before. <laughs> look there's nothing more dorky i mean yes i i play dnd i i'm a a dc nerd i all these things but i don't think there's anything that ranks more dorky than being a magician and i actually was but boy (laughs) did that play well in college so fuck you i'm not (laughs)
0: like this is like i said he's always on and your halloween parties have gone from being just epic fun times with uh Karaoke. He won't let me call it karaoke, call no matter how much I beg. But <laughs> all his karaoke and other fun games and whatnot. And now he's actually
2: added song and dance routine. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have <laughs> several several times over the last couple of years. We have we've done that. We actually have a full on show going on introducing uh, introducing our our, our uh, Halloween uh, costume hosts, costume party judges, and yeah, it's a full it's a full skit. It's like a 14 to 15 minute skit. So yeah, with lights and music and, and, uh, we, we sing the music. It's a full on production. (laughs) You actually had smoke and lighting. Yeah. Yeah. It's no joke. This is amazing stuff.
0: You should be jealous that you don't get to go to these.
2: (laughs) If vice is ever in Florida again, I would absolutely invite you.
1: I had planned actually on visiting in April, but, uh, with all the social distancing stuff, uh, I am not going to be stepping on into an airplanes anytime soon. So, uh, maybe uh, maybe the fall would be a great time.
2: Yeah, like say around October.
0: <laughs> now, how much <laughs> perfect. parties happen? Perfect. How much practice goes into these uh, little little bits that
2: you do? Oh my gosh, we uh, we start in uh, July, and we have every Thursday we have uh, we have a ah. uh, <laughs> we have a we have what's called a planning party uh which usually means we're all getting drunk and also planning but also rehearsing.
0: That is amazing. See, this is the cover. kind of this is the kind of care and effort that goes into these parties. Yeah. yeah. Our, happens.
1: Man, that's a lot more planning than goes into these podcasts. <laughs>
2: <You're> God damn right. <laughs> it, it's pretty epic. I mean uh Dan, you definitely you definitely need to join us one time and
1: uh Well, I have been hearing about these for years and years. Uh, so you know, I'm just gonna have to see what can happen. I'm gonna make my yeah. way down there uh, and and witness this epic display of party.
2: That's that culmination of 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 uh, uh, how was I saying earlier? That culmination of the uh, artsy fartsy with logic mm-hmm. put into one. That's what that is. That's what results is Halloween uh, party stuff like that.
0: Excellent. Yeah, and then you have this one asshole who shows up every year as a breathalyzer. <laughs>
2: well that that would be our 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 friend angry mason ryan Uh, Uh uh-huh he shows up with his big tube hanging out and you know honestly it's it's a staple uh it's absolutely 1000% a staple if you don't show up as the breathalyzer people would lose their mind that's just what would happen
0: (laughs) i don't want to you know i i gotta do it for the people at this point
2: (laughs) well it's been uh shoot six uh, almost 15 years in the making now it's about I I actually want to say 14 years straight. Well, not straight, but 14 years in the making since we started rolling out these Halloween parties.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I've probably been a breathalyzer for about 10 of those. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing.
1: All right, Buddington. Well, welcome to the show, and buckle up because you're taking the full Angry Mason ride, and that always starts with some wacky news. Fellas, coronavirus is everywhere. And yeah, it's not very wacky to talk about a horrible, deadly disease, but you should know that we're in good hands because scientists everywhere are working just a little bit harder today to find a cure. And that's because there's a young lady on Instagram who happens to be a porn star, and she has offered to engage in sexual relations with the researcher who invents a remedy for this terrible play.
0: (laughs) God damn it. Get me into that lab. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'll
0: just start mixing shit.
2: <laughs> oh man, they need they need volunteers for that.
0: <laughs> like, how hot is this chick? I mean, I, I assume we have a picture of her.
1: We do, and we will post it uh, when we post the episode. Uh, she's a famous Russian porn actress uh, known as Lola Taylor. And let me just say, um, she is a quite attractive young lady.
0: How do her feet <laughs> look? I'm asking for Quentin Tarantino.
1: Uh, yeah, you know what? There's no shot here for feet and I would not, uh, would not be looking for that picture.
0: <laughs> See, you half-ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it, Ryan. Damn it. Sorry. Well, um, the, uh, girl announced on Instagram that she would, uh, not leave the house otherwise. Uh, she'd be sent to prison. And, uh, so no wonder she wants the cure as soon as possible. Apparently in Russia, Uh, they take things very seriously when it comes to quarantines.
2: So wait, she won't leave the house unless she's going to bang someone. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That is right. She's not allowed
1: to uh, leave the house. Otherwise she'd be sent to prison, but she'll make an exception to have sexual relations with the researcher who cures this plague.
0: Well, that makes sense. Well, she sounds like a regular Florence Nightingale.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, she's making sacrifices for the greater good. So I have a lot of respect for this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that is she going to be using like uh, COVID nineteen uh, repellent contraceptive, like like a a rubber that um, has some sort of protective spermicide?
1: I mean, um, I know Alex Jones is selling uh, a silver toothpaste that uh, supposedly cures the virus, so perhaps she can uh, pick some up from him.
0: What uh, what kind of nerd is going to wear a condom with a porn star? Oh, oh, <laughs> hold, on, hold on! I think I answered my own question.
1: <laughs> oh, geez. All right. So moving on. Speaking of pornography, uh, you know, in these times, everyone's having to do their job from home and work remotely. And that means a lot more people are in video chats with their colleagues and peers. And some of these people use Zoom, which is a, uh, a service they can use for these conference calls. And a lot of times they do it by posting a public link that anyone interested in information can join. Unfortunately, with all this time on their hands, uh, people have found a way to abuse this system and they're dropping in randomly to these public conferences and flooding the room full of pornography.
0: Uh, you're welcome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mystery
0: solved. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to do a public service, I'm doing my part. That sounds like
2: an average day.
1: Well, uh, the troll, uh, trolls are able to keep re entering the calls using new usernames. And uh, basically, just flooding the room full of porn, uh, porn videos. So the only way to get rid of them is to close the call and reopen it as a private call, which of course is a huge inconvenience. So uh, these trolls are just spending their day uh, jumping from room to room and uh, sharing all sorts of uh, pornographic videos.
2: Who who has a who has a free hand to click and close the room and reopen it again? <laughs> <laughs> Now, how classy is this porn
0: they're sending? I mean, are we talking like, is it just solo softcore stuff? Or is it like uh, Mandingo Party? Or <laughs> is it like... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's something in between, right? <laughs>
1: all, all I know is they uh, describe it as um, graphic sexual videos and hardcore pornography.
0: Okay, so, you know... Like, pornography really isn't worth anything unless someone ends up sticky, you know?
1: (laughs) Hey, I've been in a lot of phone conferences with my job, and I'm just going to tell you, many of them would have really been livened up with a a little bit of porn.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Keep you from falling asleep, at least until after.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That conference is over. I need a nap. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. Our next story, fellas, comes from North Carolina. And if you haven't heard yet, toilet paper is in a little bit of short supply lately uh, because idiot assholes are out there um, stockpiling cases and cases of TP. Well, deputies with the Guilford County Sheriff's Office discovered 18,000 pounds of toilet paper in a stolen tractor trailer truck during a traffic stop on Wednesday. That's right. Someone heisted 18,000 pounds of TP
0: what are are they filming the new um and the bandit
2: (laughs) (laughs) the tp edition (laughs) it's not coors beer anymore it's just toilet paper jesus i guess they're gonna try and resell the toilet paper on the black market is that what is that what's going on there they're gonna how do you buy how do you buy black market toilet paper i don't know i mean
1: ebay i guess or something you could probably buy you know
0: cases of toilet paper and Mark it up. So what's the what's your ceiling on a roll of toilet paper? Like, how much would you spend? Because, I mean, I've been in my apartment so long that
2: if I run out, I might just scoot my ass along the carpet as it is. Look, you can buy a bidet for, like, 40 bucks. Just do that. Have you seen the, a bidet shoot the shit off a peach? They put little peaches in front of them on the advertisements, and they clean that shit like it's their job. So just get a fucking bidet.
0: Oh my God! What about my little peach muffin asshole? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever used a
2: bidet? Have you guys ever used a bidet? I have not. No. Yeah, no. It, it it's pretty refreshing. I mean, it it shoots a high stream of water like right up your ass or right on your ass. And then there's also like a a cooch version. So if women sit down on it, they have to they have to switch the they have to switch the uh, little click it so they can hit the cooch with it too. Their hoo ha, as Ryan always calls it. So yeah, worth it. And it, it's supposed to cut down your, uh, toilet paper usage by like 90%. So there's your public service announcement for the day. Get a bidet.
1: Very nice. You're so classy. That's why we call you Buddington. <laughs>
2: Thank you.
0: Indeed.
1: <laughs> well, fellas, uh, you know, um, these TP heists aren't the only places where people are running out. There's been a run on toilet paper in, uh, the gas, in uh, gas station bathrooms and also in interstate rest stops as the, uh. The cops are also saying people are going into the interstate rest stops and cleaning out all the toilet paper in the bathrooms.
0: This is why we can't have nice things. God damn it.
1: <laughs> Those truckers need their TP. God damn it.
2: Yeah, they do. They're keeping this country running. This is what happens. We're, you know, two degrees away from zombie apocalypse. People start losing their mind. So it happens.
0: Oh. Damn it. I wish it was a zombie apocalypse because then I could like shoot people in the head. Zombies too.
2: You know, you know the ammo stores actually have like packets of ammo called zombie ammo. It's true. God damn it. It's out. Why? There. Why is this a thing? It shouldn't be. Yeah,
1: gun, is. gun and ammo sales are way up, so that makes me feel a lot more secure.
0: What does yeah, it say about are... our society where I have to get into a fucking arms race with my neighbor for lack of toilet <laughs>
2: paper? Come on, man. Yeah, there's lines for TP and guns. That's a whole lot of shit, right there.
1: Uh, Okay. well, our next story comes from across the pond in England from Leeds, actually, Uh, and it comes from a farm with a lot of pigs. Well, apparently one of these pigs uh, accidentally ate a battery powered pedometer. When that pig took a dump, the batteries exploded, reacted with the pig's excrement and dry bedding, causing a huge fire. And the local fire department had to show up to, quote, save the bacon.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) First of all, what are we fat shaming pigs now? You got to get your steps in there, babe. Uh, Five hundred steps—that
1: won't do, pig. Hey Ryan, I don't—I don't, I don't think they were attaching it to the uh, to the pig. I, th- I think the pig just ate it.
0: What? What? Did, did he consume the human wrist it was attached to?
1: <laughs> it doesn't say here. I suppose that's a good possibility.
0: Wow, remind me not to fuck with pigs.
1: I mean, it's not a dog, you know. It's not trying to murder its its owners or anything.
0: I heard they do that. Did you hear that, Buddington?
2: I I wonder how many. Uh, no, I didn't hear that, but I I wonder how many steps it had <laughs> when it shit it <laughs> out. <Yeah. laughs> maybe maybe it hit its ten thousand steps for the day, and it was like, peace. I'm out. Poop explosion.
1: Uh, actually, uh, the pedometers were being used on pigs, Ryan. You're right because they're trying to prove that they were free range.
0: Ah. Wow. So. Do they taste better
1: if they're free range? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think it just appeals to people's uh, sensibilities that these pigs were allowed to live, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of their life uh, out in the open rather than stuck in a pen, unable to move.
0: The fuck do you care? You're eating them anyway. I mean, the they are delicious. Is part of the flavoring. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just wow, Ryan. Oh, I'm the bad guy. Okay, I'm not fat shaming pigs. There's a ham joke in there somewhere.
1: This next story comes from the Bath Township Police Department in Michigan. Well, fellas, uh, you know, whenever cops make an arrest, if they're raiding a drug house or just uh, bringing somebody in because they had to confiscate things in a car, well, they they get quite a collection of weapons and odds and ends and uh, all kinds of uh, expensive things that they they will put on lockdown. Well, just recently, there was a fearsome looking sword uh, taken from a drug house and the police department dubbed it an ancient sword of the meth king.
2: <laughs> That's a plus four weapon in D and D. It's a vorpal meth slicing weapon. It's good. What?
0: <laughs> who's who's guarding their stash with a sword? First off, <laughs> you know these other motherfuckers have guns, right? Uh, yep, there were some guns also
1: taken, but, uh, taken along with it is this fearsome looking sword that has all kinds of sharp looking studs on the blade. Um, and, uh, the post went viral. It was hashtag, uh, hashtag, obviously a high point, uh, hashtag Lord of the Rings meets John Wick and hashtag ancient sword of the meth king.
0: <laughs> well, now I'm jealous. <laughs> Imagine going to the Ren Fair with one of those.
2: I can totally see this showing up in one of our D&D games. Ancient Sword of the Meth King. Plus 10, you're high all the time. Perfect. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's also cursed. You can't get rid of it. And it causes pock marks and uh, your teeth to fall out. <laughs>
2: and, and, and you have to fuck people for like $2. It's just there. It's all there. <laughs> all
1: itchy all the time.
0: <laughs>
2: but you're permanently hasted. <laughs>
1: Ah, D&D humor. It's great. Well, it turns out the weapon is from the hit Japanese anime Bleach, uh, which eagle-eyed fans pointed out. Replicas can be bought online for a mere $60. Replica
2: of meth king swords.
1: That's kinda wish.
0: Kind of wish I had $60 to burn right now. Ain't
1: <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a meth king sword for home defense during the apocalypse.
0: Hell yeah. Like, Come that's at me, stuff. meth heads.
1: Our final story comes from South Carolina, and uh, this one, Ryan, it uh, it follows sort of a theme that we've had uh, since the beginning of Angry Masons about terrible things going down in fast food restaurants.
0: They let anyone in there. I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just anybody. I mean, yeah. they don't stop anyone at the door. Come on, have standards.
2: It's amazing how many of these stories show up. I, I-, I can't wait to hear it.
1: A 24-year-old South Carolina man fled the scene of an intentional hit-and-run accident, and he ran into a nearby Taco Bell, where he began exposing himself and assaulting customers, including a pregnant woman.
0: What is that thought process? What is? I just hit-and-run someone. I'm going to go in this Taco Bell and show them my
2: dick. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is—the first dick joke of the night. <laughs> had to
1: had, come sometime
2: because, pardon the pun, because there had to be several in here. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty crazy, especially since we're talking about tacos, dicks, and tacos. They seem to go together. <laughs>
1: Well, the man's name is Matthew Scott Russell, and he racked up over a dozen charges in a roughly half hour period before customers were able to restrain him, tying his <laughs> hands behind his back with garbage bags oh, man! until the police arrived.
2: What's what's that like, t- trying to tie the guy's hands behind his back with his dick all flapping around all over the place, <laughs> exposed, uh, who, I, I'm out the that? door, I'm leaving. Who is that
0: hero? Because I'm not touching that dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude, if that started happening, wouldn't you just be like... And lunch is over. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Lee, <laughs> would you stay behind yeah, to help no. restrain the naked guy? <laughs> no, no, that's
2: I, the manager's problem. <laughs> maybe maybe the manager got some of that like Diablo sauce and sprayed it in his eyes. And he's like, get that dick guy down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this may come as a surprise, but police say Russell was under the influence of drugs and alcohol during <laughs> oh, the incident.
2: Stop. That's crazy. Couldn't have been. Uh. Was he carrying a meth sword, meth king sword? (laughs) No. (laughs) If only he had, he would have got away. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. Nobody would have messed with him.
1: (laughs) Inside the restaurant, uh, police say Russell allegedly punched a customer, attempted to kiss uh, kiss a pregnant woman and touch her stomach, and at one point took off his pants and began humping a customer's leg.
2: (laughs) I guess he was turned on by the pregnancy. (laughs) I want to have one of my own right here and now. I kind
0: of want to know what drugs he got and you know where he can we can get some for research purposes i mean i haven't heard of a drug that's like you know mood swings uh elevated blood pressure desire to hump someone's leg (laughs) (laughs) and like and
1: and how did he go to that he just whips his pants off runs over and starts humping somebody's leg
0: yeah and i hope that person wasn't wearing shorts (laughs) <laughs> oh. Uh-huh.
2: I hope it was a. I hope. I don't hope it was a female, but at least if it was a female, he, he might have like uh, sandpapered his scrotum on like unshaved legs or something. Teach him <laughs> a lesson.
0: <laughs> I, I would have never thought of that. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not sure why I did.
1: All right. Well, on that disturbing note, it's time to move on. And guys, uh, in the state of the world today, There's nothing going on in sports. Every sport is canceled. But not the NFL offseason. That's right, guys. Um, There's no sports happening at all. Everything has been postponed, but that doesn't stop the NFL from making some headlines. And really, what else are those guys on ESPN going to talk about? So the big news this week, uh, the biggest story, I think, uh, Texans wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins traded to the Cardinals for almost nothing. David Johnson and a fourth round pick.
0: Yeah, rumor and innuendo has it that uh, Bill O'Brien, the coach of the Texans, possibly could be probably is
2: racist <laughs> is that a texan joke or is that just a a straight fact no that's that's a straight fact
0: like evidently he uh he equated deandre hopkins with aaron hernandez hey you know uh-huh. aaron hernandez right <laughs> know about him
2: Patri- patriots nation lives yeah yeah <laughs>
0: And he uh, told DeAndre Hopkins not to have his family come around anymore. So, yeah. And usually, when something like this happens, right, and the coach is in the right, a lot of the current players will, you know, speak up for him and and get his back. This time, eh, not so much.
1: You know, those Texans fans are angry uh, because, you know, they spent all of that money last year and traded away a lot of draft picks to try to put together a contender team. And then as soon as they get to the offseason, they hand away for almost nothing Who uh, a player who is really one of the best receivers in the league. In
0: the league.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Usually when I see horrific decisions being made, I see the Miami Dolphins name in front of it. So in one hand, it, at least it's refreshing to see a different franchise uh, destroy their future. Speaking of the future, Philip Rivers has a new team. His future is now in Indianapolis.
2: Oh, P. Rivers in Indy. There you go. Living up to Peyton. He's going to have to try. Or Andrew Luck, should I say. For both. But
1: when's the last time Philip Rivers had a good
0: season? I mean, he'll have a good season. This just said his team won't. <laughs> like, actually, the Chargers were, I think they were a playoff team last year, weren't they?
2: Yeah. Yeah, they were.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember. Who did they replace Philip Rivers with?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <yeah>, so... <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah,
1: I mean they must be planning on picking up somebody in the draft.
2: I mean, free yeah, agency is almost over, right? Free agency is almost through. It. Yeah, well, James all the Vincent's biggest names are gone.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that is true, and that that of course leads us to the Miami Dolphins and Ryan. We've got all kinds of signings. They promised. They promised us that they were giving away all these players and cutting cash so that they could be very active in the draft. And they could be very active in free agency. And so far, they are good on their word. Listen, Ryan, to this list of free agents they have signed. Byron Jones, uh, Van Noy, of course, from the Patriots, uh, Jordan hey. Howard, uh, Landon Roberts, again, from the Patriots, uh, Emmanuel Ogba, uh, Shaq Lawson, uh, Eric Flowers, Clayton uh, Fettleman, and uh, Ted Karras, also from the Patriots. That's quite a list.
0: Yeah, it is. And uh I'm most excited for Byron Jones. He's uh he's a great corner, he's gonna work very yeah. well uh opposite Xavier Howard. Um Van Noy, yeah. I, I, I don't know his work all that well. Jordan Howard, uh don't really care. I guess Landon Roberts is decent. Manuel Ogba, uh supposed to be pretty good. Lawson, um you know, he has his moments. Uh, Eric flowers, I guess is good. And,
1: um, well, pretty much anyone they pick up at the offensive line at this point, is going to be an improvement over what they had to use last year. Buddington, uh, you're a big Patriots fan. Uh, how do you feel about Vanoy? How's he going to do, uh, in Miami?
2: So Vannoy was amazing with the Patriots. Um, he, he, uh, you know, like so many other, uh, dolphins pickups from the Patriots in the past, they'll just screw it up. So I'm not really worried about that just wow. I'm just saying I'm just saying usually you get somebody like Amendola where there was a superstar everywhere else and next thing you know he's hmm, like half the man he used to be I mean he doesn't have wow. Tom Brady thrown to him or anything like that but you know uh, the the bottom line here is if you want to stay a superstar stay stay in the New England unless you're Tom Brady
0: So yeah let me let me get your opinion who do you think is going to have a better year next year Brady with his new look Buccaneers or Belichick with his uh, new-look Patriots?
2: So I'm, I'm a, I am ai am a diehard Patriots fan, and uh, I hold nothing against Tom Brady for moving to the Bucs. He was amazing. He had a, an incredible run with the Patriots. There's never been anything like it, so I'll never hold anything against him. Matter of fact, I wrote a song uh, about Tom Brady that maybe we can share on in a, in a future podcast, but... Uh,
1: wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. You wrote a song about Tom Brady, and you did not... Bring it along with you.
2: Oh, I, I have it. I have it. Uh, in, you know, ready to go, but not not with the music behind me. I mean, it's it's called uh, Man Crush. Uh, to put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you oh, sweet, little, sweet uh, you so, so a little sweet,
1: sweet Jesus. You want to do a little
2: acapella, or <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? I think I'll tease that for next time. If there's a All next right. time, if you guys have me for a next time, this time. But you know, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, uh, hate him for going to the Bucks. I, I really don't. Um, it's a great move, and one, one of the things um, I really didn't even think about with the Bucks. Obviously, if Tom goes there, he's going to be a bigger draw. But I didn't realize how big a draw he would be to players. Uh, more than anything else, he, he's got people lining up to go to the Bucks now. The Bucks have people lining up to come to the Bucks now.
0: Now, uh, not for nothing, you—we ha- were talking about like degrees of separation earlier, and you have this story where you're practically an Eskimo brother <laughs> uh, of Tom Brady. Eskimo brothers, of course, being you know uh, two guys who had sex with the same woman.
2: What, does it okay? have to be guys? Does it have to be guys? But yeah, okay, yeah. I guess doesn't, doesn't have to, but you want I mean, to
0: share your degree of separation with Tom Brady as you Sure,
2: I, I'd be happy to. So the town I'm from originally, which I'll, I'll give away, the parts unknown, is, is a town called East Longmeadow. It's in Massachusetts, born and raised. The next town over is called uh, is a town called Longmeadow. Longmeadow is where Bridget Moynihan uh, was born and raised. Bridget Moynihan is Tom Brady's first baby's mama for those of you following along. So Bridget Moynihan was on the long meadow swim team. The same time I was on the East long meadow swim team and we were in the same pool together. Therefore I have Tom Brady in my blood circulating right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. It's a bit of a stretch. Wow.
2: <laughs> that greatness wow. was shared with me. I'm just saying that's what happened. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. I, I think, I mean, I've met Bridget Moynihan when she was, uh, you know, on the swim team, but, uh, you know, who knows? That was how, how many years ago now? 30 years ago. No.
1: Wow. Now just, well, I'm, speechless. Blow, I'm speechless. Blowing
2: your mind. I know. I know. Dan. Yeah. Blowing your mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I personally, uh, with Tom Brady going to the Bucs, I cannot think of a better fate for him than to wear the creamsicle orange. Uh, in in uh, in Tampa oh, Bay, so I, would I really love hope to see that. I really hope they would wear a classic uniform uh, one time this year, uh, <laughs> just so we could see Tom Brady in, in the old school orange.
2: So he looks like a piece of turd, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, Sorry, hey, you said that? If <laughs> it's good enough for Vinny Testaverdi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and who knows, maybe. Look, look where Vinny landed. I mean, he shows up as a turd, and next thing you know, he's in Canada.
1: <laughs> That's right. And who knows, maybe Tom Brady will do a lot of good for the Buccaneers. I mean, certainly he could probably teach them how to deflate balls, uh, teach them how to spy on the other team's practices, uh, and, and, and may really like, give them a couple extra wins this year.
2: Oh, you just might eat those words in a few minutes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's like some for, kind of foreshadowing. Ryan, let me ask you then, uh, all these former Patriots players on the Dolphins, is it becoming New England South? Under Flores. Well, you know, Dan,
0: I actually have some thoughts on that. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Flores, why are you trying to remake the Dolphins into the Miami Patriots?
2: The fuck is that? Oh, whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got some thoughts about that. What? Counterpoint. So here's the deal. A lot of you guys out there don't really know me. So I don't want to come across as like super like um, uh, I know it all or I'm everything I say has to be true. So I put together a counterpoint. It's called No Rings from the perspective of God. Fins, Fins, where have you been, Fins? Living in the shadow of the 72 has-beens. Less I guess, I'll take time to impress and remind you of how long it's been. Let's state some scientifically undeflatable hate. It's been almost 50 years since your last win. For all the venom you spew, surely your precious fins have been true. Surely there's no problems in the Finns organization. No scandals, no lies, no incarcerations. Not a bad word to curb anyone's expectations. No way Sun Life is still talking renovations. I think maybe this deserves some further examination. Let's look at this, angry Masons nation. I think I understand why you're focusing your hating. It seems as though you're aimed at the Patriots nation. Maybe Marino is handing out reach around relations. Let's just forget fake news like video and deflation, vice. By the way, are the Finns still thinking of relocation? Just wondering because that stagnation hung around like the real story of Marino's illegitimate child situation speaking of Dan pulling out or not they pulled out the stops when with a figurehead spot love that position Dan vp of football ops get paid to do nothing why the hell not but more embarrassing it seems was the nfl 100 all time team nine of the 10 qbs have super bowl rings in fact, 23 Super Bowl rings were representing 14 different teams. Nine of the QBs are Super Bowl heroes, but your Dolphins hero, Dan, laughably stands there with zero. And once again, old number 13, adding zero rings to your 0-47 Dolphins teams. But I digress. Let's not stress about the bed the Finns lay in, though I can't resist to mention how pissed you're all about the lies of Alabama Saban. Just saying, not saying. Well, way to go, Nick. Tell us now, then off you go. Another hero turned prick. Speaking of pricks reeking of shit, how about Ricky Williams circa 04 and 06? Oh yeah, that's right. Both seasons he missed. Betcha he wished he could have switched his pot-laden piss. This self-absorbed spotlight whore was like a smoked out swinging revolving door retiring at training camp in 04. I say, let's boo this bitch a little spliff more. Dolphins' Ricky failed the drug test thrice. That The fans booed him and were bummed. He retired twice. The Dolphins sued him and won. And somehow he was reinstated later on. What are you doing, Dolphins? Come on. He came back in 07. But after six plays of hustle, dumbass ripped his pectoral muscle. Out another season, you think that would do it. But a drug-induced haze somehow got him through it? He thought his dreads didn't stink. And he was among the all-time head honchos. If Ricky was smart he'd have played for the Broncos. That's a weed reference. I'm sure you guys all got that. At least then he could have smoked out in Colorado instead of fading away in Baltimore's shadow. They asked if he'd come back and he said, nope. He studied holistic medicine to be a healer. What a joke. In truth, he just wanted to know more about dope and not once did he offer the Finn Super Bowl ring hope. Sorry to be harsh. I, I, I mean harsh. Let's continue this farce. I understand why the Finns are starving for wins because every year they're increasingly sparse. This isn't hate, just another honorary Mason rant. Some things I can let go, Dan, some things I just can't. So let's continue this list and take care of it. Come on, Patriots haters, join the merriment, Or just jump in a car in a rage or run over three teenagers and we'll call it the Lawrence Phillips experiment. Yeah, he got 10 years for that, but here's another brick of truth. He got another 25 for spousal abuse. Then there's Cecil Collins, another sack of dolphin Ship by and large. Wound up serving 15 years for a burglary charge. He broke into a girl's home that he met in the gym. Nice use of your fifth round pick, ringless fins. Can't complete this dolphin's crime thesaurus without discussing the antics of Mercury Morris. Sentenced to 25 years, he'd land it unemployed. Now Morris is known as the cocaine cowboy. I'd be remiss with condescension to not list homophobic and racial tension. So here it is, an honorary Angry Mason honorable mention. Here we go, we can't forget the Finns 2013 credo. If you need some bullying or harassment, our boy's incognito. For those listening, that doesn't mean it's not there. It means the dickhead bully harassers a Dolphins player. The 320 pound incognito said he'd be back next year. No big deal, he guaranteed he was clear. That was until his contract magically disappeared. Now incognito does in fact mean he's not there. One last thought in case you think you don't cheat. Let's take a look at your Dolphins cheat sheet. How about three counts of tampering with Shula's tamper gate? Five counts of performance enhancing and multi-spy gates? Like several in the 80s and also no six? That one was against the Patriots, by the way. How do you like them bricks? But it doesn't end there, not even in the least. There were painkillers, mudgate, headset headsetgate, whispergate, and even more tampering than PDs. So hey, doll fans, fuck you. I guess your team sucks too. By sucks, I mean they know how to lose. By lose, I mean 47 years of being screwed. By screwed, I mean the shitbags you choose, the lies, the scandals, and cheating, you do too. Except that one bright year of glory you can all cling to, those perfect bitches from 72. For all their disappointing dolphin seasons, the last 47 to be exact, I get it now. Every team has their secrets. Every, se- every team has their crap. And now I know why you Finns fans are so quick to attack. I'd be pissed too if I lived at the bottom of the pack. But I'd be wicked honest. I'm so honest. I'm from New England, so we don't know about that. And that's an honorary brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. Patriots Nation Edition.
0: That is like wow. the most hurtful slam poetry I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> you get no snaps, sir.
2: You get no snaps. You know, I'm going to give you one snap, just for the effort. Oh, just, <laughs> j- just, just one? That took like 18,000 hours of research. We did one snap? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what I think. I think. How dare you, sir? That's right. How dare you? How dare you besmirch the great Dan Marino? How dare you besmirch the perfect season? That's (laughs) fine.
2: He did a good job of that himself. I didn't didn't have to work too hard on that one.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Many of those things you pointed out are well-deserved and no NFL franchise is without its its black marks, Uh, whether it be the Steelers or the Raiders. Any successful franchise has had their dark moments, perhaps, Uh, that... That were acceptable back then, but no way would go anywhere now. And the only thing I can say is congratulations on your dynasty. However, all things come around and uh, you'll be right back to those uh, early 90s Patriots in no time. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the, some of that.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to dancing on that grave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, th-
2: I think you're not alone. I think most of the country is uh, super excited that Tom is no longer going to be a Patriot. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, so nobody is uh, nobody is without some sort of uh, shitty background. Every team out there has done some crazy shit. It's just when you have a spotlight on you the way they did, you're under the gun all the time. Yeah, but, you know, you don't have to go all Maya Angelou on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of did. I kind of did. For the record, uh, for the Angry Masons Nation, um, I listened to the 43 episodes in the better part of two weeks, and at least, again, at least half of those had some sort of uh, besmirchment, some sort of hate doled out to the ah. Patriots nation. So, uh, from the Patriots nation division. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so from the Patriots nation division of the angry Masons, uh, dolphins, uh, I don't, I don't hate you at all. Actually, uh, when I'm not rooting for the Patriots, I do root for the dolphins. Um, cause you know, I root for the underdog and they're always the underdog. So I, I kind of want to you know, make that note.
0: I'd also like to state that, um, If you're expecting me to rhyme my future rants, that's not going to (laughs) happen. That's, again, Buddington being analytical and creative.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I uh, freely admit that. Um, I I don't know how to do it any other way, honestly. It's just I can't. It's your (laughs) stick, not mine.
1: Everyone knows Ryan is far, far too angry to rhyme. Uh, that's just not going to happen no
0: in fact rhyming is one of the things that makes me angry <laughs> <laughs> oh boy and
1: that's going to be the next rant well <laughs> angry mason nation if you've got some things to say uh perhaps to uh, put buddington in his place uh you can leave a comment facebook.com slash angry masons you could send us an email angry masons at cat lover com. Uh, we can talk about could, the cat uh,
2: we can talk about the cat lover next time. By the way, if you want to say great things about me too, it's that same email address.
0: <laughs>
1: Fair enough. All right. Sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Do it. There won't be any of those. I guarantee it. There, <laughs> we don't we be. don't
0: even get spammed to that email address.
1: That's right. <laughs> anyway, maybe check us out on Twitter. Say hello at Angry Masons and little Debbie if you're out there. Uh Ryan's still waiting. He's heartbroken that you have not responded. So, you know, maybe just say hello.
0: I just wanted to show little Debbie my ding-dongs.
2: Oh, wait, is that hostess? Yeah. Just... Uh,
1: you You've got to ruin everything.
2: Ah, the worst. Little Debbie, get over <laughs> yourself. You only got 100,000 followers. It's not like you're like That's 2 right. million. Come on.
1: That's right. Let, let's let's That's see right. you on
2: Angry Masons. Reach out. Yeah, we have
0: three followers.
1: That's right. You have like we seven. We got four now. now. Buddington's here. What's up? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Download new episode SoundCloud.com slash Angry Masons. Check us out on Spotify, tune in and iTunes. Uh leave us a review on iTunes. Buddington, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh we appreciate having you here, despite your completely wrongheaded remarks about the night <laughs> Hey, thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having me, guys. I really love the show. I will I will absolutely push this show as far as I can. Um you guys are amazing. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And uh mm-hmm. hopefully we can get some merch out soon. How would you like your face on a cod piece? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I don't really want my face on a cod piece. But I did. Uh, maybe we should uh, uh, tease for the uh, uh, the unicorn experience that I had a couple of years back myself. Uh, maybe we oh, tease yeah. for another episode.
0: You were our original unicorn cosplayer, and we have photo evidence of it. It, which, it, it, uh, does, uh, it does exist. Yeah, it does exist. We'll have to save that for next uh, next time you're on with us perfect
1: that's it for this time everyone uh we'll see you next time uh, perhaps we'll have pdp make an appearance if ryan lets him out of that trunk so have a great one everyone see ya. he
0: hasn't earned it
2: peace <laughs> see you <ya. laughs> have a good one miami has a dolphin the greatest football team we take the ball from goal to goal
0: like no one's ever seen we're in the air we're on the ground we're always in control
1: Rockin' Super
0: Bowl, cause we're the
1: Miami Dolphins.